0: Hello and welcome to the AEW Collision preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of the godly boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to ton- not tonight; it's already happened, but it's tomorrow's episode of <laughs> AEW Collision. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review AEW Collision, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw SmackDown, the show, formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh. Pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a really quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Sid to look ahead to AEW Collision. And I don't often do this, Sid, but yeah. I'm going to put my journalistic reputation on the line as the only remaining real yes. wrestling journalist. And I think. Uh, in tomorrow's episode of AW Collision, as part of the Continental Classic, I reckon they're going to do an angle where Brian Danielson's going to bleed from the ice. Yes,
1: I believe so too. I was threatened about this preview when I remembered that they were uh, taping this one on Tuesday. Um, but I've read no spoilers other than that. Yes. We um, don't even know the result of that match. I mean, I've got an idea. Mm. But I won't. I, I've had talk about it, I'll give you a spoiler warning. But I. It's weird, like, you know, you can only sort of process so much information or whatever, or like, you know, only so much information filters out. Mm -hmm. I think the Danielson thing got so much play and coverage that no one, like, if the results were spoiled, it just all got completely and utterly drowned out by this huge Danielson news, which, uh, spoiler alert, turns out to be not so huge after all. I mean, you know it was taped on Tuesday, and you know that Danielson worked on the Wednesday. What an absolute master. Imagine, I know it's like, for like the contrivance of a really weird and literally backward schedule, but like, Brian Danielson, thought to have been out of the Continental Classic, out maybe of Wrestle Kingdom, what Mm. a nightmare that would have been, Uh, literally works another match you haven't seen, before yes. it's revealed to be probably okay and probably at work. But yeah, it is the return of the goated Blue League. It is absolutely good. Every time I see the brackets, I just think to myself, okay, let's go.
0: It's so good. We're annoyed at it being certain matches already happening. I We want to save them for later. Let, let's talk about it now. Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli. Again, we haven't read any reports, any spoilers, any results or anything like that. Uh, I, I suppose technically... Every match in the Continental Classic is must win, but especially for Eddie, this one's crucial. Yeah,
1: it's must win because you know it's like uh, last day of the season drama. And again, I just love, 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 love the sporting framework. We've made the comparison before. This is the closest thing we've got to the rankings, mm-hmm. where literally every win matters. And you know, if you lose literally two in a row, you're just in you're in trouble. Yeah, especially if you haven't won first talked at length on the Collision Review, stepped on my own dick for the day, actually, yeah. about how Eddie Kingston going 2-0 down um, means he has to win every single match, and one of those matches is against Claudio Castagnoli, a man who he's only beaten once in his entire career, and that was in front of his hometown. It's a superhuman performance, yeah. Like Yeah, like superhuman performance. He's failed time and time again. It was the final boss, and, you know, in a way, if you want to use a video game analogy here, I guess, in front of your hometown with all of the support, if you've beaten the final boss. You're kind of doing that on easy mode. Certainly yeah, not hard yeah. mode. Um, you've got, like, you know, a bit of a, a key advantage in battle. So It's different this time. There was uh, no one there looking at the empty <laughs> seats. And just on that, this is going to be potentially bleak in one of two ways. No one wants to hear, especially about the Blue League, which I love as well, any kind of pessimism about the one thing AEW's just completely... One of the few things AEW's completely and utterly nailed this year is the Blue League of the Continental Classic. It would be remiss of me not to say that there's two potential problems that would affect everything that has nothing to do with the workers, nothing to do with the creative, nothing to do with what AEW... Um, has tried or in fact has already done here so there's, I'm not laying the blame at anyone's feet or whatever but those images of the hard cam were like the bleakest set of images yet mm. in an AEW show so my worry one of two is that it just sounds pretty bleak and they have to basically shoot it in direct close up mm. at any given moment the other worry is that because there were so few people in attendance in such a large building mm-hmm. that they might be tempted to do a bit of crowd sweetening. They've, they've been guilty of it in the past. Yeah, like yeah. a certain rampages, like it's nowhere near as obnoxious <laughs> nor as obvious as when WWE does it. When they have a quite hot crowd that is like to the rafters, but I, there's a worry. They've experimented with it before. They've been guilty of it before. It's just a personal pet peeve of mine because it just destroys the whole thing. Like, wrestling's an incredibly subjective art form, but the closest you can get to a match being an objective success is how many people in that building go banana for it. <laughs> and then pressing the pop pop.wav button <laughs> is just... It's an art considerate in a front because it's just the most object-defeating bit of special effects he could do. And it gives us horrible flashbacks to three years ago. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But, you know, even if there aren't too many people in that crowd, I'm buoyed by the fact that, one, the Dynamite Montreal crowd were at the hottest. Very, very loud indeed. Very, very loud indeed. And surely, if you're buying tickets for Collision, you are... Absolutely fanatical about AEW and surely prepared to make a lot of noise. You was gonna say they because they don't show Collision in Canada, is that right? No, they don't show it, but you, like, they know who the wrestlers are. Yes, and everything exactly. Like I mean, that, they, but
0: they, exactly. It's
1: one of those where you find a way. Don't yeah, you? you find a way, and you've seen them on Dynamite or on PAPES anyway. Um, so who's
0: this Kenny Omega fella? Yeah, I
1: know. So the idea I think is that if you're a really sort of fanatical AEW fan and you've got the choice, or of both, and you've made the choice to go and see Collision, even if the TV show's not shown where you are, and you've got Dynamite the next night, where you could have just went, I'll save myself for that. You've got to be fanatical, and Mm -hmm. therefore, surely you've got to be enthusiastic, and that often is loud. Introverted fanatics.
0: Mm.
1: I'm sometimes introverted at wrestling shows. It depends who I'm with. Mm. Depends who I'm with. And depends if the, the the product sucks or not. Be less so, you might
0: you might assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm expecting a really good match. Maybe a slight caveat of that house doesn't look anything like the Grand Slam house, um, or even the ROH house for the supercard. Um, but these two are fantastic together. Eddie Kingston versus anyone is like a hate fueled, really dramatic. Really well-paced brawl. He's just so good at what he does, but he has this extra motivation against Claudio because even though realistically, you know, they're probably on much better terms now. In fact, I've seen an image of them socializing and it was very sweet. He can, he can, he can pretend he hates everyone, which is a bonus. That means he's an absolutely fantastic worker, and maybe just maybe there is some of that resentment. As as if Eddie Kingston doesn't hold on to grudges and the like. Mm. So, I nah, I expect this to be really good. Kingston's got to win. Yes. Like, even if they have him lose, it has to be at the last. But the guy is so good, and mercifully I've read no spoilers, that um, he'll convince me otherwise.
0: What you, I'm trying to work out like,
1: what spots we're booking for this, because like you said, they've got so much history together. They've got so much history. Like Claudio Castagnoli has laughed at the Hurrican literally in his face before getting hit with no, another one. Um, so maybe they'll get a good near fallout of that. Um, Excalibur doesn't commentate on collision. The commentary team is so good, yes. generally in AW, not Kevin Kelly or Jim Ross. Uh, generally, four <laughs> out of six ain't bad. Um, that they will remind you that at Wrestle Dreamer All Out, I think it was All Out, Claudio pinned Eddie with just one uppercut. And he's been doing that quite often. So they've got loads of moves that they have endured and withstood before um they've already done their big match kickouts so it'll be interesting in terms of how much i buy it or how far they'll go with it um but it's eddie kingston like eddie kingston is the sort of person who i could watch a documentary of him hanging out with his one of his best friends for a week like a big brother just all the time yeah and then he can wrestle that person and within minutes, I think, "Oh, you hate that person, <laughs> or you're consumed by the desire to defeat that person." And Eddie Kingston's so good that even though this is taped, you've got a general idea of what the result can only be. um, That you could like rewatch his matches over and over again and still think he's going to win if it's a match he's lost, or lose if it's a match he's won. It's just amazing. So I'm really looking forward to this.
0: And I suppose they've got the uh, the the. Evidence of well, I not eliminate fan favourites this early. Well, Marcus Briscoe's Marcosco. already gone. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know whether it's again, maybe slightly preposterous whether he does the swing to Claudio.
1: You can't do that. <laughs> do you, you can't. I know you do physically impossible spots as your sort of like your raison d'être, yes. but like that spot's pretty unique to Claudio. Like it's one of those where because it's so commonplace and it looks effortless almost doesn't look special. Like, hmm. no one else can do that. He's just a mutant.
0: But yeah, uh, Eddie has to beat Claudio, one way or another. Oh, do you have a physically impossible
1: spot for you, if you're interested? <laughs> oh my God. Pop-up, uppercut attempt, mid-air hurricane. Oh! That looks a little bit, somehow, like Rio and Ken of Street Fighter.
0: <laughs> I had something in my head where he... This is is a bit WWE because, you know, when they used to do this with Roman and people would get really angry when they were booking him to just be Superman. Uh, Like when he hit, he got I think he hit with a buckle bomb and then immediately Superman punched Seth Rollins. It might work a little bit better because I think Eddie's just sensational and I'm willing him to do anything to to get the win here. Hurricane, laugh from Claudio, pop-up uppercut, Eddie but it stumbles into the ropes, comes back and just hurricanes and collapses on top of him. Gets the win. I don't hate that at all. It's it's a bit preposterous. Yeah. It's like, why have you got the wherewithal off the back of the finishing move? That's Adrenaline. Yeah. But, fighting spirit. But you're right. It, this is a match that Eddie can't lose. And yet there's going to be a moment in this match. Might not even be the uppercut that I'm going to be reaching through the screen. Kick out, Yeah, Eddie! kick out,
1: kick out. He's got that magic. Very mm. few of them still do.
0: Andrade, Brian, Danielson.
1: Like right, you say, we know f- the bit of this. I think I know the finish as well. Oh, should we do a spoiler alert for the next however many minutes?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a two minute timer on it.
1: Two minute timer. Spoiler alert from now. now. I think it goes to a no contest. Oh, with the idea being that a stoppage, but maybe so. I don't know if the it's, I don't know if it's like a no contest, a point each, or whatever or if Danielson's eyes so troublesome that it's like, well, it's the same thing as he can't continue, which is not unlike, a, I don't know, a TKO or something. Therefore, Andrade gets the points. Ah, I like that. Yeah, in terms of he can
0: sit there and argue, well, I've never been pinned or submitted in this tournament, but Andrade gets the win, so you can sort of, you know, mess with the the point system. Yeah. Andrade's
1: got how many points? Three? Three, I believe. Yes, because he didn't fight. Because he's got... He beat Garcia, but I forget who he beat the first time. Blue League
0: Continental Classic standings. Oh, hang on. Has this been updated? No. Yeah, Andrade's only had one match, and he he won. Right, okay.
1: So, it would be good if he won here, because one, I hate this word, but there's it, a good version and bad version of everything. You do protect Danielson. Like, he didn't get pinned. He didn't submit just kind of continue because even though he probably wants to medical have disqualified him and called it off so then you get andrade on six eddie kingston hasn't wrestled him yet so when they have their match hopefully kingston beats Here i just love permutations Mm. god damn it Um, and it all means something when you wrap it around a framework like this um so eddie versus andrade will really mean something Mm -hmm. um so that's good and surely that's the way it should be if Danielson kind of continue and Andrade. Depends if it like if he just goes on the five count, a DQ. I don't know if it's a no contest or what. All I know is that there's no pin or submission. The mm. match just stops because he can't continue. don't know how the points are allocated or if he broke the five count and got DQ'd. I don't know. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. The first match it was an Andrade match, if I'm being perfectly honest. Andrade. I heard on the Grapple spot, uh, Grapple podcast, mm. which, you know, if you've got any more time, I'm not telling you, you know, <laughs> stop listening to us, but any more time in your day, that's worth checking out. Uh, one of the guests on it, Benno, said that he saw the best Seth Rollins match of his life. It was three and a half stars. Incidentally, it was also the worst Seth Rollins match of his <laughs> life because it was three and a half stars. He just wrestles three and a half star matches seemingly exclusively. I would build upon that and say that Andrade El Idolo is constantly in that 3.75 to four-star range. He's so good, and he's, his stuff looks so gruesome that it can never be bad. Mm. But then he very rarely, very, very rarely finds that gear where you're like standing and pacing, you feel like an animal. Um, it's always just really, really good. It never, like, it never gets me in my soul. Mm. It's never so exciting that I'm just going wild, I think. He's never beat that second pack match from 2021 on Rampage, um, ever for me in AW. Even his stuff against Darby Allen was like four-star.
0: Mm. You'd
1: think with how brutal some of the Andrade offense looks with Darby, of all people, selling for it, that that would be Andrade's probably especially Hench Andrade, yoked Andrade's best chance of having a total unqualified AEW Classic, which I don't think he has. Even the second pack match wasn't up there with mm. the very best. Derby was the best shot ever at that, and he just didn't get there. There's some awesome stuff in it. There's always awesome stuff in Andrade matches, but I, I just guess I'm going to... It's not a bad thing. Set your expectations for four. This mm. is going to be great. Yes. Um, But there's... Uh, yeah... And there's
0: actually, whilst we're talking about it, I want to yes, mention. Let's talk about this. There's rumors obviously swirling that Andrade could be leaving Good. another AW departure. Good. It's one of those where, like you say, we're never going to sit here and say, right, Sid, I'm going to go through the roster. You say, keep or fire. We're never going to do that. Oh, we're it's never going to be camp- sensitive. And it's a billionaire paying them. You could just pay them to sit at home. Yeah, exactly. Which he kind of does a lot of the time. QT Marshall's departed now, of course. Jade's gone, etc. Andrade's the sort of latest name to be, to be linked oh, with leaving and going to CMLL. How do you feel about it? Yeah,
1: let them go. Let him go. Like, I've said pretentiously for a few weeks now, the narrative ecosystem in that company is broken because you have got this, like, really, just this complexion of this roster, right, which is every single great upper mid-card talent working in North America is pretty much an AW. They've got a full crowd of main eventers. Um, it's so overcrowded that, It's probably a really good noble failure, I guess, if you want to be generous. Like the Garcia and Utah pushes. It was never going to work. Not enough space or room in which to grow. Um, And then you've got Tony's projects that he always wants Guevara to do something more than it's probably worth at this point. They could do with a, and again, never Ever. Please don't confuse this for me campaigning for spring cleaning. I think it's a gross practice. Yeah, I think you should pay, especially when you've got all that money, and this goes for AEW and, more to the point, WWE, you have struck an arrangement to hire an independent contractor, who that's bad to begin with because they're not really independent contractors, yeah. are they, to a fixed term for money you can easily afford. Now, more than ever, in the case of WWE, if you do not want to use them, it's like it's naive fantasy land stuff because obviously they want to b- cut budget and make it look good for shareholders. Just pay them to stay at home, and then they themselves, the wrestlers, have said five years, and then after that they they can have no complaints whatsoever if they didn't get over. Yeah, and it's one of those as well.
0: And I I wouldn't necessarily want it to be like this, that where it's like, well, now everyone can can be fired at a moments' notice or thirty days or ninety days or whatever. But you can't have it both ways. You can't say. You can't go anywhere. We are holding you to this. You've signed this contract. You're with us until 2020, whatever, right? Uh, so you can't talk to anyone else. But if we want to get rid of you, then we'll just give you a month or two heads up about yeah. it. You either have it where, you've, but like you say, and this is the way it should be, you both signed the contract. You both knew what you were getting yourself into. Yes, circumstances change within companies, but that can work, work both yeah. ways. You can suddenly be more over than you anticipated and think, actually, I should probably be on more money yeah. here. But also... People can go in and take your spat or yeah. whatever. So you, that's the way it should be. Or you can fire them, but they can also go, oh, I've spoken to another company and actually yeah. see you later. I'm no. giving you my 30 days yeah. notice and I'm off.
1: I agree. Andrade, to me, brings nothing to the table other than, I mean, he looks great, yeah. handsome bastard. He looks like a star. I don't think he ever projects like one. Um, and the thing that you can really do, without question for me, is deliver a very, 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 very good match. There is, what, 50 mm. talents in AEW who can do that. Andrade just is, you can just tell from socials. hes his heart's not in it. Mm. And there are people who really desperately want to make themselves in AEW, who I would argue have got way more of a ceiling than Andrade has. I think it's the absolute best move for all parties if Andrade goes, Mm. For AEW, for Andrade himself, literally everyone benefits from him going away because when the only thing he leaves behind is a spot and an opportunity for someone else who could do what he does and cares more, it's absolutely win, 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 win. Um, Because it's not like Andrade, right? He's had, he hasn't had that much of an opportunity to be a proper superstar in AEW, because when he signed, they had Danielson, Cole, Punk, like, a months later. He was always going to f- struggle in comparison to them. But, like, I just don't see him as a top, top, top mm. star. And I'm going to be very, very careful with my words here, because one of my least favorite things is, like, and WWE fans do this as well. Like, fans of other wrestling promotions do this as well, right? Say, so, <laughs> What do we need Andrade for? We've got Rouge. Well, actually, they were two completely different styles. (laughs) Yes. So why are you conflating them? Yeah. So I'm trying to say this very carefully. I don't necessarily think it's a language barrier thing with Andrade, right? Um, And I've also said, and this is a separate conversation, that I would love it if bookers of North American episodic TV programs would do more with their format, more experimentation to try and get the most out of wrestlers who do not speak English Mm. as their first language. And to their credit, WWE with Shinsuke Nakamura has tried very, very hard to do this. Um, So I'm not saying there isn't a way for Andrade to reveal more of his character outside of the ring, even though you can obviously tell stories in the ring. But Roosh doesn't get much promo time. Mm-hmm. And he's just such an amazing, he just has that star presence that Andrade doesn't. But to use the, oh, not another Mexican comparison, Takeshita Yeah, has barely cut a single promo in English in AW, and he has that magnetism mm-hmm. that Andrade oh. for me simply doesn't. Yeah. Um, I don't want to feel like this is an anti-Andrade rant. Oh, no. Because, you know, he's obviously very, very talented. But at the end of the day, he didn't really want to be there. That's my inference. And he hasn't really done much to justify getting the rocket strapped to mm. him. So it's not a case of good riddance. It's a case of, thank you for that banging with Pac. Thank you for, okay, how you know, because that was absolutely immaculate, pat. And to be fair, maybe they could have tapped into that one. You mm. know, actually, this is quite a funny guy. It just never worked out for Andrade and AEW, so I'm not bothered about him going at all. And I do not expect this. To threaten the best of the blue league we've seen so far, I'm just I'm just looking at this continental classic, and I'm I'm
0: fantasy booking. You know, it's a, that's it's a cold product. I think no one would yeah, deny that right thing, now. Yeah, no one's doing this, but we are now. I've, I, it's I think you know it's it's an it's there's shoots of something happening now. Not only with the Continental Classic, I've seen people now start speculating on, well, those boots are Wardlow's boots, so even the Devil stuff's starting to get a bit of traction, and there's, there's stuff about, like, well, the people who were the, the henchmen are actually the henchmen. We've not just got some local guys to do it, and people are going, saying well, that looks like the guy's moving, like Kylo O'Reilly, or whatever, or Bennett, Taven, etc. I was just looking at the Continental Classic there, and I was trying to do some maths, and I was like, I'm all right in thinking, because I, I probably should have double-checked this, it's top two go through and it's like semi-final stage off the back of this. I think so. I mean, that doesn't, it doesn't work anywhere else because if you had the top four, that'd be like, well, oh, yeah. how is anyone, anyone yeah, mathematically yeah, yeah. eliminated? I'm looking at that and I'm going, I'd book Brody to win all five. Top the group, right? And obviously I'm booking Kingston to just sneak in, yeah. right? But through by hook or by crook, win, go on a full four-match winning streak, get in there. And then on the other side, I'm like, so, and I'm, by the way, heads up for a preview for next week's uh, Dynamite preview. Yes, I will be calling Moxley versus Swerve Strickland a six pointer because I can't escape football yes, no matter no, how we, I try.
1: Well, I think we might be doing it too much, <laughs> but I can't escape it either. Wrestling football, the best. If, if I didn't I, I don't
0: know what I'd do with my
1: yeah. life. Um, We've still got Eric and Anna Louise. Yeah. Um,
0: so I'm booking Swerve in my head, spoiler, to win the John Moxley match, but I'd, I wouldn't, I'd have Brody be the only person who does a clean sweep. So Swerve can drop his last remaining match. So I'm, look, I'm looking at the actual yeah. f- fixtures. Permutations. Right? So Swerve's last match against Rouge, Fine, he can drop that. There's no shame in losing to Rouge. It doesn't affect Swerve that much because it's almost, it's almost like, oh, I can sort of put my feet up. I'm basically qualified. Especially because if after next week, after he beats Mox, the only person who can catch him is Mox and they say, by the way, the rule is if, it's, if you're on the same points, it's your head-to-head record, yeah. which you often get in many football competitions. Swerve can be like almost, well... I'm not bothering get himself DQ'd or, or whatever it may be. So then your semi-finals are Eddie Kingston versus Swerve. Oh my God. John Moxley versus an undefeated Brody King. Oh
1: my God. I'm going to be a dickhead. Uh oh. John Moxley and Brody King had a match, I think it was last year, and I was like, ah. Oh.
0: Because
1: mm. it was when Moxley yeah. was still in the best form, and you thought he's going to have an absolute whale of a time with Brody King. Hey, maybe it was just an off night. Mm. And like, I'd happily tr- see, th- I'd happily watch them try again. Mm. I just remember that first one was a bit, uh, I was heartbroken. honestly. Yeah, I was yeah. heartbroken. So uh, you you'd, you'd look at that match graphic, and as you just did, you went, uh, uh. but I, I watched the match and went, ah. Uh. <laughs> That's the opposite. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Let's talk Kenny Omega versus Ethan Page. The Battle of the Canadians, as
1: it's being dubbed. (laughs) The Battle of the Trying to Get a (laughs) Walk-Up. Which, uh, regrettably, did not happen. How do you see this one going? Yeah, Kenny Omega's going to win. Hobbs has been lurking on collision alongside Don Callis, who, the last time I heard from him, said that it's not over. And now Hobbs and Takeshita are teaming up on Rampage, is it? I believe so, yeah. So I think Golden Jets hate that name for the reasons people have already, you know... Maybe that's a tag team title picture.
0: Mm-hmm. Hobbs
1: and Takeshita versus Golden Jets are, I don't know, revolution. F- how long is this f-ing Carlos Omega thing going on <laughs> without one single fighter promo from a guy who's so good at it and just doesn't get grabbed by the scruff of the neck enough? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny and Don, we're kind of last guys after
0: uh the Keith Lee to drag on a goddamn <laughs> yeah, feud.
1: Yeah. Um so maybe that's a directional take it in. Um after Starks and We're all drop the titles to the Golden Jets. Um, so I I expect this to just be a uh, look, it exists to give Kenny Omega a win in the singles ranks. It it existed to try and drive some ticket sales for that dire Advance mm. for um collision in Montreal what was the name of the um, uh, arena again. Uh, I think it's a bell center, but more a like center. Correct. Um, <laughs> didn't work. I have heard no. Oh, check it out though. Omega was classing that match, but guess what? It's Kenny Omega and it's a match, and he's always classing them so. And Ethan Page's got an incredible show. We said
0: this recently. Yeah. Uh, Fair play to him. And he's also done an excellent... Yeah, again, I feel like I say this every week because Chris keeps coming out with banger after banger after banger. Chris Van Vliet is on some incredible form and and Ethan Page has been on his pod, so do go and check that out as well. um,
1: Kenny is going to win Ethan Page without ever making me lose my mind. I've enjoyed a lot of Ethan Page's matches. Mm. I think he's... He's not like the boring, reliable, never does out bad, never electrifies you. He's had matches in AEW's history where it's like, maybe they should be doing a bit more with Ethan Page. The Evolve reboot, if you like, with Derby was class. Ethan Page had an awesome match once with Sammy Guevara. Mm. Um, I think that was part of the Inner Circle versus Lambert's lads American top team. Yeah they had a really strong match um so i've seen that with ethan page before but again he's just in that pile he's in that warehouse now that is AEW. so maybe set your expectations for this one look at the kenny omega singles match i'm principally interested in whether he takes the eagle's edge on top of his skull <laughs> that's what he does now it, yeah so I, I just love his brain kenny omega he's my favorite wrestler of all time he's gone right okay the injuries are starting to pile up i need to pick and choose when I uh, when I wrestle and what it means because I need to preserve my body because it is in decline and I am slowing down and all the rest of it. Love how he's, he's now just taking like backdrop drivers from Takeshita on his head, Tiger Driver '91s on his head, <laughs> unprotected chair shots and angles to his head. <laughs> it's like surely that's just wrestling less frequently. Absorbing more dom- damage by doing stuff on your head. I just wrestle every week and not dump yourself on your head.
0: He's like, uh, yeah. like, you
1: know what I mean? It's six and two threes.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna change my diet because I want to look after myself. Yeah, and so I'm gonna only eat meals you get free if you finish them completely. Yeah, what huh? Yeah, the opposite of uh, was it Scott Hall who said, uh, oh, nice finish you got there, we can't wait to kick out of it yeah. back in the day. <laughs> Kenny like, said, Nice finish, here. can't wait for you to do it onto my head. Yes. But yeah, Kenny Omega obviously beats Ethan Page here for all the reasons you just laid out there um, earlier on. Mm-hmm. I put my journalistic reputation on the line predicting a, a spot in Danielson andrade. I'm going to get you to put your entire reputation, a man who's written a book on AEW. I do believe. I, yeah, I have. Mm, but uh, I'm not a big fan of books. Got to be honest. Okay. Kind of a kind of a visual guy, but there are some check. check. <laughs> just oh, how can we circle back to the Kenny Omega John Moxley program? Yeah.
1: <laughs> can I work in indie now? <laughs> Check.
0: Well, last night,
1: Sitch, uh, I got a boo boo on my glasses.
0: <laughs> I stood on them, and now if you, if you see a video of us anytime soon, and they look a bit. I'd
1: never have guessed in a million years, by the way.
0: But um, so I, I want to make the most of the glasses whilst I still have them. I can buy some more, but you know. Um, so I, I'm only going to read books that have a
1: certain number of words. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. It's, mm, it's. Well, how, how about right? Okay. Just so we're not, you know, this is all on the level. I don't we go one, two, three, and then the word count. Okay. 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 One, one, two, two three, 120,000.
0: Oh ah! my God. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention. There's, there's two caveats I have with the, what the words are. Okay. We can do that. Okay. Yes. One, One two,
1: three. two, three. Passionate and insightful. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy my <laughs> book, right? It's called Becoming <laughs> All Elite, The Rise of AEW. And it's all about the formation and indeed rise of All Elite Wrestling. And uh, where do you live, Will? Born the world. Yeah, you can order it on Amazon.
0: <laughs> where, do you, where do you live? 3, you 1, the world. Uh, the world.
1: Uh,
0: yes, so you wrote a book about AEW. Correct. And I'm going to get you to put your reputation as an incredible author of that book. Thank Ryan. you. To predict the result of this match, okay? Right, okay. On one side of the ring, you have Penta, El Zero Miedo, and Commander. Right? Right.
1: Just a quick reminder. Penta's a former tag team world champion and Trios champion. So he's a winner, but mm. Commander usually
0: loses. And they had the interaction recently, of course, with uh, the Martin Top, top yeah, Flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Opposite side of the ring, right? There's no pressure here. Daddy, matching cool.
1: Yeah, okay. Spider and Commander are going to win. Oh god, it's on the cards. So we have to talk about it briefly. Oh, you know what? I understand. Right, if you are uh, cynical about this, or you know, apathetic about the prospect of yeah. watching it, which is fine. They're not really pushed acts. Feels a bit random. Feels a bit like, right, okay, it's setting up Pentron and Commander um, against, you know, the top flight and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, I've actually, no spoilers on the results. I did read one more thing about the collision taping. Again, not a spoiler on the result, other than, uh, or Danielson, you know, oh, my God, you might be <laughs> injured. Apparently... 2.0 were one of, if not the most overact in the entire building. Of course. Yes, because yes. they are from there. I didn't even think of that. Right? So this should be loud. And you know what? It's Pentrum Commander. And we love 2.0. Great Stooge and Heels. Depending on whether they advance the Ruby Soho <gasps> stuff. Yeah. Surely they give him his first kiss. In Montreal. Now then again, the dirt sheets would have been absolutely uh, flooded with that info. Couldn't you couldn't whack for hearing about that. <laughs> so I'm assuming that didn't happen. Um, we
0: have a renewed rivalry uh, on tonight's. We do? Not tonight's. Keep forgetting. Saturdays. Saturdays, which is already Tuesdays. happened on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willow Nightingale versus Mercedes Martinez. Um, this was the match that introduced me to Willow Nightingale, if I'm not mistaken. yeah, yeah. To the Ring of Honor show uh, with uh, Michael Hamlet a few years ago. Very excited, obviously, for Briscoe's FTR um, and the rumours of Joe and all and all that. Uh, fresh start for ROH, but for my sins, didn't know a great deal about everyone else, especially not Willow Nightingale. And in thirty seconds. I was like, well, there's how you get someone over. I love her. I will die for her. She's the most pure baby face yeah. I've seen in years. I think she's great. I don't know what's going on with her right now. I think it's one of those ones where well, she's kind of done everything in AEW right that's now. That's because
1: she, there's, only, there's very little to do in AEW if, mm. if you're a woman.
0: That's why. And they just go, uh, t- uh, we don't got anything. To say, t- uh, title shot, title shot, title shot. Title, title shot, shot.
1: Um, super yeah. soft, title shot, super soft, title
0: shot. But her and Mercedes, I mean, it's I mean it's perfect in terms of
1: good versus evil. Yes. <laughs> No, the match should be strong. Yeah, Um, It's just, it's one of those where it's like, I had this uh, colleague at work, right? Mm -hmm. And they tried to get a new catchphrase over. And they tried to change the vernacular of British working life in the office, right? Where... (laughs) (laughs) Didn't take off. If you've ever worked in... Like an office, maybe it's the same in America or wherever you live. there's more than two f***ing countries, Michael. <laughs> but certainly in England, right? If you've ever worked in an office, you've probably had the following interaction um resented it, but did it? because you're probably like cordial, hopefully mm-hmm. and uh, but you probably don't have absolutely everything in common. With the scores of people you work with, and they're probably not all your best friend, but you're cordial. So you interact with them in the canteen or the kitchen or whatever. Or maybe you need to go to another department for help. And you Mm -hmm. go, "Ah, you know, hi, hi, Steve. And if you catch them and you're getting your morning coffee out the vendor Monday morning, wish it was Friday already. Right? Wish it was Friday already. Now, my other colleague, Try to get something over, and it's like, oh, why are you saying that? Like, you're just bumming me out. And he used to say, because the other side of the year, he did that coin mm. on Friday. You go, oh, bloody, hell, I'm just glad it's Friday. Yes, every single day, you would have this interaction with someone Thursday, yeah, Friday. nearly Friday, on early Friday, Friday. Oh, bloody, hell, thank God it's Friday. Monday, eh? right? Okay. Monday. I thought you'd like that, Wilborne. Yeah,
0: because you like to not. I do indeed. That's the three actually. I was trying to think of the
1: tripod <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Wrestling, football, nutting. It's my big three. Okay. So my colleague had this thing where on a Friday. Don't you know, you know what he would say? Don't say it. He would say, he would say, oh, I used to do it because I used to enjoy him saying it. So are you glad it's Friday? Mm-hmm. And this person would say, Well, it's another day closer to Monday.
0: Oh, I was gonna I was gonna write down on my phone, right, and see if I was gonna get I thought he was going to say it'll be Monday before you know it. Well, don't ruin the weekend. Yeah,
1: Another day closer to I already to have Friday. that dread
0: on us. I already have the Sunday
1: Scaries. The Sunday Scaries.
0: Don't give me the Friday phobia.
1: So, I am talking about this for a reason. And the reason is thus. If Willow Nightingale wins. You're just another day closer to her losing a title shot. Oh, she's won against uh, Mercedes Martinez on collision. So, therefore, she's going to fight Tony Storm on um, next collision. She's just... The day closer to getting a title shot, losing a title match, and disappearing for a few weeks. Enjoy it while you can. Is your glass half empty or is your glass half full?
0: Yeah, especially if uh, if if Willow wins and they go, that means she's getting a title shot against. Her. I mean, I might, they might transition her to do a Ringer on a thing with Athena, although she's got Billy Starks and blah blah blah. blah. If they, Especially if they said, well, that means probably on the route to face Tony Storm. You go, oh, cool, so Tony Storm's beating Riho then. Yes. So there's no way you're doing Riho versus Willow Nightingale all babyface for the title. But yeah, I'm, in terms of the match quality, I've seen this before. I know how brilliant they they work together, so I'm very excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Final match. Scheduled. Oh, yeah.
1: How long's this show? <laughs> how long's this show?
0: It is uh, being dubbed by some as the bring-your-dinner match. um, Because, well, Willie Willie Mack literally said, make sure you bring your lunch. Um, Before he set up a match with Wardlow, of course. And I suppose the overarching question that they're going to set up here is can Wardlow powerbomb Willie
1: Mack? Yes, and he can. Yes. Hey, look, every time I watch Willie Mack wrestle, I always think, hey, I want to see you do that again. I agree, yeah. Every single time. I hope w- Wardlow, Wardlow gives him something. Jesus Christ, it's not like uh, you know, some megastar on top. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's kind of what they get told to do and how much time they have and all the rest of it. I hope so this goes a bit more back and forth in the more recent Wardlow matches, which mm. I've enjoyed for what they are. I want to see Willie Mack just chuck him about a bit. Mm. i like to see that.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Give him give him a bit more time than than usual. Who was it? Was it Ar Fox, wasn't it? Who, who had a bit of offense? Yeah, a little Lowe? bit against their Wardlow, which is
1: weird. You don't want to go too back and forth. Like you don't want to get more competitive Wardlow matches. The closer he gets to MGF, you kind of want him to just kill dudes quickly and ever more efficiently. The closer he gets to MGF. Mm. So, yeah, it doesn't really make sense for them to do a nice little eight-minute fight. Some people say he's already, been, he's
0: already been pretty close to MJF, if you've
1: uh, been... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'd like to see a nice little six-minute Hoss sprint. Why not? They're great. Before
0: we uh, wrap up, quick uh, couple of... Yep. Yep. About 2 cents horror stories. I forgot to write one this week, full full disclosure. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I don't need to when you've got class like this on the internet. Not all food tastes good.
1: Not all food tastes good. Um. Sometimes you get taken to hospital. Hospital <laughs> food's
0: gross. Again, better than better than what you're in. Yeah. Not all food tastes good. Especially not human blood.
1: <laughs> Couple more. Yeah, I cut and just. <laughs> I <I'd> suck. Nice. <laughs> oh, you're such a baby.
0: It's so random. Right. First sentence doesn't make sense anyway. Okay. Let's go. Okay, let's go. I was walking on... I was walking on top of my dad. (laughs) Sick.
1: I was walking on top of my dad... But that's because he was buried underneath the ground. Again, more or more sensible. It's
0: just, first
1: off... It's, it's like Triple H booking that, isn't it? Yeah. Doing something a bit dodgy to get this, a good destination. And just, just,
0: se- preposterousness in the first off. Same again in the second yeah. off. Yeah. I was walking on top of my dad. But I had my razor shoes on. <laughs> 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 uh.
1: Uh, you, can't leave a pair. you can't leave the house without you raise shoes. From.
0: No, no, no. Uh, it's amazing how close. It's amazing how close the water tower looks from here. The water what? tower. What's it, a water tower? Isn't that one of those big, like a big light? Like a big no, like a big. You know, they see the pictures like a big bucket. I, you always see it when they do like we're here in. I don't, know. So, I don't know. Because my house was a flood. <laughs> no. It's amazing how close the water. T- I'll show you a picture of a water tower to Tower, USA. One of them is that what the teens uh, smoke pot in front of? Maybe that one's got a big smiley face on it.
1: Like <laughs> like a piece of corn. You ever seen that? Uh, Dazed and confused. And I've only seen bits. Uh, maybe I think they, I think the teens, uh, the youth, smoke pot
0: underneath that or on top of it. Crazy. And then afterwards, what would they probably turn and say to each other? They'd probably go. Oh. Uh stood already. It's amazing how close the water towel looks from here. Wait, I'm on the ground. I'm not coming
1: towards it. It's coming towards me. <laughs> Sounds like, you yeah, must have seen Troll 2. Yeah. Oh, that scene from Troll 2. <laughs> it's an actual Twitter page with them on. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Weird. Send us yours, actually. On X. I've ah. got one. Vince McMahon finally stopped booking WWE, but he was replaced by Triple H.
0: (laughs) The devil has been revealed. It's QT Marshall. (laughs) Uh, right, let us know your thoughts ahead of AEW Collision. On X. At WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at...
1: M. Sidgwick.
0: Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. The Smackdown preview is available right now. Wrestle Culture is coming your way later on today. And on Monday, on well, our YouTube well. channel, uh, the what Culture Wrestling podcast channel on YouTube is our live show, the Dally Boys Live that we filmed a few weeks back. Uh, You'll be able to watch that on Monday. But for now, this has been the AW Collision Preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more